0: Welcome to In Conversation with Ziegvac, the podcast adding a little more color to your day. I'm Carla Brown, your host for this episode, and today we have a very special guest, Ziegberg CEO, Dr. Nicholas Friedman. We know you are a very busy person, so thank you so much for being here, first of all. And let's start off with a little bit of an introduction for our listeners. So could you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Hello, Carla. Hello, everyone, and uh, thank you, Carla, that you give me the opportunity today to introduce myself to a broader audience. I have to admit, Carla, I'm not an Inky, at least yet, like many of my colleagues that are working for many years for Siegwerk. But uh, being a physicist by education... And uh, therefore, at least having some understanding of technology, I am hopeful that I will succeed in my striving to become a real Inky over time. And I hope that many of our listeners will help me with that. After university, I uh, spent the first five years of my business life in consulting, where I supported high tech and IT companies at the beginning, and uh, later on discovered my passion for the automotive uh, industry where I spent after my consulting life the following 15 years. And here I served uh, several automotive uh, supplier companies in different management roles, specifically the last uh, almost six years with a also family-owned company called Heller with a history almost as long as Seekwerk, heading up there a uh, global business segment where we focused on lighting and electronic solutions for a broad range uh, of customers. And then Siegwerk came across and uh, offering me that fantastic opportunity.
0: So speaking of which, you have just completed your first month, a full month, as Siegwerk's new CEO. It would be very interesting for me to hear some of your reflections on the company that you've experienced so far.
1: That's right, Carla. And uh, I joined actually Siegwerk a bit earlier before, as I said, at the beginning of the year already. And uh, yeah, I could use those first three months for an intensive onboarding program, meeting up with many, many colleagues, actually, and uh, also customers across the world. And uh, unfortunately, most of them uh, only via Teams uh, due to the COVID situation, of course, and not yet, at least in person, which is uh, actually quite a pity, as I find. And uh, I also did some lab and shop floor visits. So uh, I would say a really nice and profound 360-degree uh, onboarding. And uh, if you ask me for my first reflections, I would put them into three buckets, actually. First bucket, and this is actually the most striking to me, is our people, clearly. i am uh, experienced uh, a strong culture of seek workers, And the colleagues are really open, work, trust-based, and are humble. They appear very motivated and skilled with a real can-do attitude. And my feeling is that they are actually living up to our company values. Our culture and people are, in my eyes, our real strength. And our employees can feel that, too, as soon as they are on board. Second bucket is our strategy. Our customers recognize as a service solution leader with strong technical competence and customer orientation. And that's the feedback that I got directly talking to our customers. And that is, by the way, something that makes me really proud of our Seek workers, because I believe getting such a feedback from our customers directly is a huge compliment to our teams. Furthermore, in our New Horizons 2025 strategy, we are clearly addressing the two megatrends that affect our industry, namely circular economy and uh, digitalization. We are striving to benefit from both. And uh, we are, for example, gearing our product innovations to support our customers with more sustainable solutions. And we are working on digitalization of the customer interface and our own processes and, um yeah, last but not least, the third bucket, execution. I think we have a really strong focus on local execution and entrepreneurship. And our people are determined to impact and empowered to take every day the right decisions. And uh, they have market-leading technical know-how, as I mentioned, in many areas and put our customer success in the center of their everyday efforts. And only if our customers are successful, I guess that's clear, we will be successful as well.
0: You alluded to this a little bit, but I mean, it's difficult to start a new position. It's already a challenge, but to take up this new position during a global pandemic uh, must add an extra level of complication.
1: True, true. And uh, here again, right. Taking up this position during normal times would have been a challenge already, And uh, not being able to meet most of our SIG workers in person doesn't make it easier to build up a mutual understanding and trust. And uh, I'm also feeling yeah, that personal interaction and walking our sides to get the first hand touch and feel impression is uh, really a miss. Impressive to me, though, how well digital meetings work in the meanwhile. Um, having video conferences feels to me so much better than just having a phone call, like I would say in the ancient times. And we also mentioned, uh, managed to have high quality and efficient digital meetings in larger groups. So the advantage of digital is, of course, that it doesn't matter where you are. For example, we were able to conduct this time a Global Ink Day, where more than 500 customers across the world could participate or our recent global leadership conference, where we could also include more than 170 colleagues worldwide.
0: Sounds interesting. So you, as you know, this podcast has focused in the last couple of episodes very strongly on the circular economy solutions that we're working on. And the circular economy and digitalization is at the core of Ziegberg's strategy and also the future. How, in your opinion, do these two topics intertwine? Well,
1: first of all, both trends create business opportunities by themselves already, such as creating, of course, new innovative sustainable packaging products for our customers and the brand owners, digitalizing the way we work together with our customers, for example, by digital ink room management or remote services, but also new digital business models are possible, like we do at our Pakiro. One of our venture activities where we offer sustainable packaging solutions, including design support to small and uh, medium sized customers. In a circular economy, the value of products and materials is maintained for as long as possible and waste and resource use are minimized. And that is where both trends are interconnected because digitalization can help drive this transition towards circular business in a variety of ways. Digitalization enables circular economy. It helps, for example, to close material loops by providing precise information in our production in order to reduce waste and bad quality information on availability, location, and condition of products and materials. And uh, digitalization also enables more efficient processes in many other areas, and helps there to improve quality and minimize waste and uh, inefficiency as well. And in order to accelerate change towards a sustainable circular economy, further coordination, especially across the different levels of the value chain in our packaging industry is needed. And we believe strongly that we can contribute significant know-how.
0: Some people might argue that these topics are just trendy topics that will pass, What convinces you that these topics are here to stay and also that they have the right to be in the business agenda?
1: Yeah, these uh, are definitely not passing trends. In fact, uh, both are fundamental game changers in in my eyes. Uh, You could say they are tectonic plate movements. They will change not only our industry, but the whole world actually and, and the way we all live And these megatrends bring opportunities for us. For some industries, for example, waste management, circularity is the only way forward. For packaging, we can see in our everyday discussions with our customers that there is dynamically growing consumer demand for sustainability. And that's definitely not going away. We see the digital transformation as well as an opportunity for us to rethink the future of the way we do business today. Actually, our entire value chain, all our processes and operations, as well as our customer interaction.
0: What, in your opinion, differentiates the group's approach?
1: Well, first of all, I believe we are early adopters in our industry. That is still characterized, uh, I would say, in large areas by slow change and rather traditional production technology. But uh, we cannot rest in this position, but uh, have to increase uh, also our speed of change to ensure that we are capturing all opportunities that come from these trends. And I'm pretty confident that we will be very successful in transformation towards uh, the future because of our great people. And our culture that I mentioned uh, already at the beginning of our talk, our seek Workers are open, they are trustful, and they take creative ownership of opportunities. That's how I experienced them. And SeekWork has shown already a couple of times in the past that it is able to adapt to changes in the industry successfully. Um, last time by shifting its focus from public graveyard to uh, packaging applications. And as a family-owned company, um, the organization has a set of values and a moral center that helps sustain it in the face of challenges and difficult decisions too. This is part of what has kept Siegwerk thriving for now almost 200 years. And um, we take a long-term view and approach and we will continue to do that in the future as well. That's why we put circular economy and digitalization into the center of our long-term strategy.
0: Perfect. Very well said. I think that's all we have time for today. So I just want to thank you again so much for your time and for being a guest. And we hope to have you on again in the future. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. Goodbye.